welcome to the Building Design Primetime Podcast. Focused on providing valuable information for anyone looking to undertake a new build or extension project. We'll share our tips, tricks and stories from a building designer's perspective. Hello and welcome to the Building Design Primetime Podcast. I'm your host, Amelia, and once again, we're joined by Frank Geskus. Hey, Amelia. Happy Friday. You got in before me. I did. I had to. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Uh, I think we'd have a bit of a chat about what is a project home? That's a really good question, actually. Yeah, some people don't know the difference. Some people think it's a style or a type, and which I disagree with. It's it's more about your process more than anything. So there are building companies out there, and we call them project home builders. And I define them as building companies that have a whole bunch of standard plans. They know their plans really well. They know their pricing really well on those. They know all the selections they have, the you know the internal fit out, and they know what the costings are generally on the, these types of houses. So they're really great. Entry isn't the right word. It can be an entry level home, but I've seen them do seven hundred plus thousand dollar homes that are part of their range. They have these floor plans that meet the requirements of anyone who's looking for a new house. So there's a bit of difference there with the range they offer. Okay, and what's interesting when I've seen certain franchises, like there's lots of franchises out there, a lot of project home builders with their different types of houses and plans vary all around Australia due to the allotment sizes. I can imagine. I mean, they're getting smaller, aren't they? Oh, especially like I've seen on the big island, on the mainland, you know, well, up the east seaboard, they've got some tiny blocks and they call them narrow, you know, there's narrow sites, narrow frontage. And I've seen on some of the franchises we work with, you know, they've got plans that are narrow frontage to suit those specific types of blocks. Yes. And that's fine. We're pretty fortunate here still. We've got, you know, pretty reasonable sized blocks of land that are readily available and it's what's wanted as well. Mind you, I notice when you get closer to the city, they get smaller and smaller. We've done some really small ones, you know, within walking distance of the CBD. Oh, we have. Mm. And you just work with what you've got, don't you? Very much so, and they're more customised to suit the site. But when you're looking at project homes, I like them a lot from a lot of different ways. They can actually nail down to get you fixed pricing and very specific, and their contracts are very specific with all their selections from the exterior claddings, the colour bond could be a roof, tile, roof, whatever, or your windows, brick, lightweight, claddings, whatever it may be. They get down specific and they know what all this stuff costs. The standardised windows through there, what each front door costs in their selection range. And I suppose that comes back to like selection range. They have a base level, they have a mid-level and a higher levels, you know, depending how each company works. And you can go pick and choose what you like. So it is limited, okay, and that's how they can work harder on fixed pricing as opposed to doing a custom home where... You customise doors, windows, even, you know, kitchens to suit a site maybe or suit a specific requirement. But what I love about Project Home Builders, you get a fixed price at the end subject to the site and, you know, other lovely things they may find on site that wasn't expected. They can get it pretty well right on the money. And as long as you don't change your mind, there's no variations. That's pretty good. Yeah, and it's quite common. Yeah. It's quite common. But one thing I've noticed here at home in Tasmania, a lot of people like to customise these. So not, I might have a plan, but it's modified. 
And it's very common, and they tweak it to suit themselves. So that's where cost goes up quite a bit, because you might, oh, I want to have a big stack of sliding door off the living area. That's fine, they only had a normal sliding door, now they want to stack a door on there. So there's other requirements for that. I have noticed the modifications have been quite expensive to do those. Can be, yes. Yeah. The one that I notice the most is the style. So there's a certain facade people want. You've got the floor plan, but they want a facade. And the facade then dictates the roof, the windows, sometimes the ceiling height, and that adds a massive cost. Oh, it would. Yeah. And that's okay. That's a personal choice. And the beauty is they can actually price it quite accurately because they have the systems in place to do that. So your other way of doing it is get someone like ourselves, we'll draw your house, how you like it. You might come with a sketch, this is what I was thinking. And then we draw that up, go through that process. And then you take the finished drawings with engineering, you know, all the structural engineering, you've got your soil test, thermal assessment, etc. And you go to individual building companies to price up your house. That's the other way of doing it. Now, not all building companies actually have a selection process. So they will have an allowance. So they may allow X amount of dollars per square metre for your carpet, your tiles for your bathroom or your actual kitchen itself, for the appliances, for lighting, all sorts of stuff like that. So they have an allowance. The only thing I struggle with is will that the figures they have allowed meet your expectations of what you thought you are going to have in your house? That's a really good point because you might have, you know, pictures of whatever that you want to have in your house. And oh, you might want a French provincial kitchen with all the, you know, bells and whistles and frilly bits hanging off it and it hasn't been quite communicated, you know, you sort out with the joiner later on, where they've allowed maybe an allowance for your kitchen for $40,000 but you were actually after a $70,000 kitchen. Now, that's where that expectations and communication may break down. And this is very important when you're getting a builder to price is that outlining what you'd like in your house. The other challenge is, is it going to fit within your budget? Yeah, well, that's that's probably one of the primary things, isn't it? Of course it is. So it should be because we all have limitations. So then you don't want to go over that. But also there's certain wants that you want. And sometimes you're fighting yourself in your own head about what you want and what you can afford. But I really want this, but I can't afford it, but I really want this. <laughs> And don't, it sounds funny, you're smiling, but <laughs> it, it plays with everyone's it's head. It's the story of life really, isn't it? It is. I want this, but I can't afford it. <laughs> but, you know, that's lots of things. So it's setting that expectation and being clear what you want. And that's with project builders, that can be really, really good. They'll tell you straight out, well, this is going over your budget. But I want this, but it's going over your budget. We'll make a decision. Do you want it? Yep, I need more money. I don't have it. Well, you can't have it. That conversation sounds really dumb of what I just said because you think it makes sense. If you can't afford it, you can't have it. But there's some people who are so stuck in their head, I want it, but I can't afford it, and they'll fight for it. I'm sure that's common even for custom homes because how many clients would have come in here Mm. and, and said, I'm having this, I want you to draw this. Yes. And then they've said what their budget is and, and we've yes. said, look, that's, that's not possible. That's not going to be possible. No. And we've had some people who are quite disappointed in that, but I'd rather be fair dinkum. And, and it's a hard thing. We don't know. And we'll say, look, from our experience, hey, you may not be afford it, but I believe we need to get pricing for you. So let's get a quantity surveyor to price budget figures for you. So then you can see for yourself and then you can choose to continue or not. But it's up to the individuals to make that decision. It's a tough one. So would you need a quantity surveyor if you're going through a project builder? They have their own. 
Oh, that, that makes sense. They have their own. That's yeah. how they do all their fixed pricing. They work hard too because uh, I know a couple of the guys all around the, the different firms that we work for and the guys that do the estimation, they're very good at what they do. I cannot believe some of the detail they drill down to because we've had meetings with them over certain projects and how they drill down to certain details, it, it's really awesome to watch. They're very good at what they do. Now, also, builders have to make a profit, right? Oh, of course, they're a business. Everyone has to make a profit. So they also have their margins on there too. So be aware, when you're building with a builder, they'll be clear, this is our margin. It could be 15%, it could be 10%, it could be 9%, it could be 20%. They are, should be upfront with their margin, and most of them are, and there's nothing wrong with that. Then they take responsibility for the whole build. So project builders are good in the sense that like, they also have good deals on electrical appliances. Yes, you know, um, I had one recently and they had, I can't remember the brand they had, and they said, sorry, I've only got the Smeg range, but we'll do it for the lesser price for you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because the other stuff wasn't available. And anyway, the, that's what they supplied. It was good. And they get special deals on things, and sometimes franchises can buy better deals on, on certain stuff, uh, products. So it can work out quite well, but you are limited. There's a limited range that is available with a number of the project builders, but that's how they do it. So they might only have five different taps or they have complete vanities and, you know, the type of bowl and top. You might be limited to 10 different options or the type of tiles or the type of bricks, the lightweight cladding, whatever it may be, there is limitations on all this because they don't want to be able to price everything that's available on the market because it's extraordinary what's available on the market. And nor should they have to. I mean, that's just a bit ridiculous. Yeah, but you also want the pricing back at a reasonable speed. So what, what are the advantages of project builders? It's clear process. You know the different levels of inclusions. You know, you might want vinyl floor or a laminate floor. You can choose because they'll have that in there. Um, a lot of them have their own in-house colour consultants so it can help you with the selection so it all matches nicely but certainly can choose your own. They, a lot of them have their own display homes, which I like because then you can go have a look at it and they sometimes don't do the normal type house. They can show you some other... It's still very nice but make people think about, all oh, these are good options to put in your house. Also, I like it. You can go in there and look at the build quality. Oh, 100%. You know, for what... We do, and I'd say every designer around is the same. We're judgmental people when it comes to looking at buildings. When we come into a house, we're looking around at things that the average punter doesn't realise, but we're looking at things from quality, from how paint is finished, to how skirtings, are there any gaps in there? Is there any hairline cracks, you know, doors, you know, the actual fitment of the doors? It's just crazy. I've spoken to designers about this, and builders are the same. We're all judgmental on buildings. Yes, <laughs> Okay, so going into display home and having a good look, that should represent the quality of that builder. What they build for you should match the quality of that. Shouldn't be more, better or less should match that. And I think that's a good thing, so you can actually see that. But if you're unsure, I'd even go and ask previous customers. That's a good idea. I didn't think of that. Yeah, and most builders can take you to other houses to say, hey, check this out, talk to my customers. Yep, it's all good. So... Being clear on that, that also should give you confidence, looking at the quality. Most project builders have good stylists as well, so they make their display homes look very nice. Oh, they always look impeccable. Yes, I know. So why wouldn't you copy it sometimes? Well, it definitely gives you a lot of inspiration. Yeah, in some cases, if you need something simple, yeah, but everyone wants to do their own thing. Yeah. And, and, and we've drawn lots of plans and complete documents for houses for project builders. Love doing it. And... 
I know in Tasmania, I don't know what it's like on the mainland, but I do know here, everyone wants to modify it and customise it for their own purpose, and that's okay. So then there's a clear process for that. It takes a bit longer, but while you're choosing everything and we're modifying the plan, that, that's a good thing, and then they come back to you with budget costings and then final pricing. So it can be a really good thing. I, th- I suppose it's worth pointing out, you need to talk to them about do, what do you want to concrete driveway in or do you want to put paths in, clotheslines, all, all sorts of stuff you can add in. Or you may not and you want to organise that yourself. Yeah, it's, it's a matter of checking what the inclusions actually are, exactly. I guess, isn't it? Boundary fencing. Exactly. You know? Is that included? Do you want to put all the blinds in? Yeah, I know some of them supply blinds. Yeah, it depends. Depends Again, on the company. Yes, oh, I know. When I went through, yeah, got all the blinds put in straight away. Done. Thanks for coming. And then installed professionally as well. So it can be a longer drawn out process, but at least you're clear of what you're getting. Oh, definitely. You know. So when you're going with another builder who's just working off a bunch of plans, there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just a bit more hard work choosing your selections. Like for us, we understand some people want to be able to talk to a number of builders with their plans, and that's okay too. Go to the three builders and ask for pricing. But then you've got to be prepared to do a little bit of extra work, a little bit of homework, like choosing your carpet, choosing your door handles, what is your front door going to look like, what type of tops you want in the kitchen, what type of appliances. But you need to have that all listed. Now, we've identified this ourselves, so we offer a free Excel spreadsheet for customers if they so wish to do that. Here you go. It will go through all the items that you need and then you just add that into the spreadsheet. You put all the costs in, you can put the product number, all the details of it and then you can give that to the builder as part of the plans as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing too that you've got to weigh up. Sometimes having less choices is easier. I've got to agree there. Yeah. It's like having too many streaming services. Oh, can you really have too many streaming well, services? Well, then you're flicking all night just looking at your channels. Oh, what else? I want to look at all the trailers and the previews. I drive my wife nuts on this. Just pick something. <laughs> you almost need to, like, decide beforehand. Oh, no, you can't do that. Why not? Oh, no. Oh, I don't feel like watching that. I'll put that on my list, you know. Oh, dear. <laughs> but imagine what I'd be like going with my wife choosing selections that we haven't done for the house. If I was like that. Just correct me if I'm wrong. She picked all of the selections. I let her because of this situation. <laughs> right, I. No, I'm dead serious. I would have messed it up. Oh, dear. I would have, would have been in arguments. Yeah, well, if it saves your marriage, then it's probably a good option. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, you can get really bent and twisted choosing items during the build and you're under pressure. I think that's too late. I've seen it so many times. Oh, where yeah. I've, I've done it with friends and says, look, you need to get in and choose your colours and stuff. So my favourite was builder comes along and the frames up and all that. Oh, I need to order the windows. What colour you want? And they look blankly. I don't know. Well, you better choose it because I need to order the windows. And then there's a mass panic. What oh, colour windows? When you think about it, if you're doing aluminium windows, what colour are you going to choose? There's a huge variety oh, of colours. would be. And what you choose that looks good from the outside, it's got to look good from the inside. That's very true. So hopefully you've chosen the colour of your house, you know, exterior, you know, whether it's lightweight cladding with a paint finish or whether it's brick or whether it's colour bond or any other, or it could be a natural timber finish, whatever it may be. She's a bit of a panic. It would be. Yeah, I've seen it. It's hilarious. You tell them. Do it early. Do it early. Do it 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 during the design process. Yeah. 
Find someone you can bounce your ideas off if you want to do that. But also you want to make it a very enjoyable experience. Otherwise, why leave it to the last minute and be a stressful? Oh, I've got to choose the tiles for the ensuite. They're going to lay them in a few weeks and then you're limited to what's in stock. Yeah, well, that's right. You've got to think about that too. Same with carpet. Oh, there's none in the state. Oh, well, we'll have to order that. It's got to get made. That actually happened to me. Mind you, I, I ordered at the start of the project and they told me oh, they didn't make it. Oh, no. And this was many years ago. It was delayed for about four or five weeks. I had to move in with uh, two little toddlers. With no carpet? No. The carpet company, it was local guys here in Launceston, awesome. They came and put second-hand carpet in the house. Oh, that's good. And then they ripped it out and put the new stuff in. Yeah. Uh, so my little toddlers didn't rip their feet on the uh, nail edging. Oh, yeah, you don't want that. No, no. But, you know, they did a workaround for me and it was wonderful. So, yeah, same with your joiner. Hey, what do you want in there? Oh, I want a stone top. What type? Stone tops, that's a whole new topic we should talk about at some stage. But, you know, oh, I can't get that in. That's a full month lead. Certain products take a long time to get in. So, what I'm pointing out is you want to do your selections while you're doing the design process of your house, whether you're going with a project build or you're just going to go to builders. You really want to work on that really early. Oh, now, I agree. On the flip side, like we have an interior designer, we can certainly work with them to do that as well and do 3D visualisations to you know, make sure you're 100% happy with it, even to the point where we go shopping for furniture with the clients. Yeah, and I guess that's where if you're doing a custom home, you don't have that ability to go through a... Yeah, it could be time poor, it could be whole bunch of stuff yeah you don't you don't have a you don't have a display home to go to so i mean that's where 3ds can really make it certainly assist yeah Yeah. but that leads on to like quality you're going to see a builder a bit but how how do you know the quality yeah well that's true as well so what i do you interview the builder and you say can i look at some of your houses can i go through them and you get to see you know talk to the clients as well qualify them interview them so you can see where there's a lot more work for people to work with you know general builders and there's some great builders out there that don't do that selection process they'll just do what you you tell them to do and they're fantastic at it but you've got to remember building is a process there's things that have to happen in order so the windows don't go in last oh no they don't so you've got to get the colors right how do you know if the colors are going to work on the inside i said this before how do you know it's going to match your carpet is it going to match the colour of the walls, the colour of the kitchen? Is it going to clash? I've seen regret at times. Oh, I'm sure people just yeah. make a decision on the fly and it hasn't been a great one. That's right. And such is life. Good thing with paint, you can always repaint. Very true. But you can't redo your windows. No. <laughs> or your carpet. Or your tiles. Or what if you pick the wrong colour roof or, you know. Yeah, generally you can see that because there's limited colours, brick, lightweight, yeah. But you kind of want them to match with your windows. Oh, without a doubt you do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I've got to put, do a plug for Brickworks because, like, the, the Brickworks centres, like here, the one here in Launceston and there's one in Hobart, I think there's one in a lot of cities. You go in there, talk about the bricks, and you've got some wonderful people in there helping you with colour selections with their materials but also working with colour bond products, with their masonry products, with their tile products. So just a bit of a plug there. They do a nice job. They do, and they have quite a large selection too. Yeah. Oh, mm. and some oh, amazing bricks. Beautiful oh, stuff. yes. Yeah. They have some that are all Tassie names. Yes, 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 yes. They're very cool. Yeah. I definitely recommend checking those out. Yeah, because they, they've got the brick factory out of Longford and it's still naturally fired, you know, wood fired. Yeah, and, Yeah, it's very cool. cool what they do, and so they get a very unique type of brick. Maybe we need to get them in for a chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know those guys. Yeah. 
even going out there and have a look at it. There you go. We can video our first podcast. It's not a podcast then. People video podcasts. Yeah, but is it a podcast? Yeah. Or is it a YouTube? Yeah. yeah. It's still a podcast, isn't Okay. It? Whatever. What that, would that's I know? A, that's that's a your debate. job. What would I know? <laughs> <laughs> debate for another time. I've got no idea. So, yeah, look, it's a little explanation with different paths you can go on. Again, if you want to go down the project home builder, go to a number of them, see what they can offer you. But look at their process. Some have dedicated salespeople that are very good and very genuine. Some are just pure salespeople. But you also you want to deal with people that know building and love building. Oh, that's definitely an advantage. You can tell when someone loves their job and, you know, into building and construction and they just love it and they do their own and, you know, they just love doing that type of work. They're the people you want to work with. 100%. It's no different with designers, you know. Building designers, we're passionate about what we do. We love fulfilling people's dreams, whether it's a new house, whether it's working with the project builders. We do lots of those. We also do... You know, just coming up with people's designs from their sketches and develop those with them to doing full custom. It's lots of fun. Oh, heaps of fun and so much variety. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then fulfilling, you know, and helping them with seeing challenges on site and potential pitfalls or overlays from council. Like a lot of the project builders like how we foresee a lot of the problems, but sometimes we can't. You know, council overlays, TAS water, some other challenging things they put. Look at your covenants. Sometimes there's weird stuff on the covenants, and we were talking about it before, sometimes your covenant of your lot, the title and the covenant attached, says, oh, you can only have brick, no colour bond, or you can't have lightweight. Or you have to have three different material types on your Oh, that's very rare. Uh, Not allowed to have colour bond sheds, that's another perla. Or you have to have a water tank that is plumbed to your toilet. That's a weird one. Just had it only an hour ago. That is so weird. Yeah. And that was general residential? Yeah, it was. Oh, that's odd. It was really odd. They, it used to be a thing. But I, I thought, oh, look, I can understand water tank to, you know, water your garden, wash the car and things like that. But toilet, yeah, I'm debating whether because the cost of getting that to work is not easy. Yeah, that sounds like a real doozy, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's better ways of doing things with water than that. But anyway, that's a whole other debate. Yes, we're getting off topic. Yes, yes. But look, go around the different companies and see what they can offer. Have a look at the display homes. Go looking through display homes. Love it. And lots of ideas there too. Definitely. Because they've got a lot of skilled people within their team. All right. Well, we might wrap it up there. That was uh, Project Homes. Thanks for listening to the Building Design Primetime Podcast. Catch us later. Bye. Listening to the Building Design Prime Time Podcast. 